Intro! Welcome! To, did we ever figure out what episode number this is? 107. 107. Word of Bay 107. We got a lot of special stuff coming up for you, but first, we got to get some shit out of the way. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash shark, you can get a free audiobook. Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. It's just for you. And it's for free. It's for free. Uh, you can return the book at any time, and you can keep the book, and you can put it on any device you want, your MP3 player, your iPod, whatever the fuck you want. And even then, the, of course, go ahead, Nick. What? I was just about even those people that have Kindles. Yeah. And if you want to go to SharkDropper.com, there's an Amazon link up there. You click that link. Check it out. You can just go do your normal shopping. We get a little bit of a cut of that. So go do that shit. And uh, yeah, I think it's time to start the podcast. What do you say? I say it's time to start the podcast. All right. day if you're listening to the well, i guess you, you're probably not but hey it's podcast day and we're recording a new episode of where the bay my name is kyle my name is nick and uh we have a special guest joining us in the second half of the podcast to talk about the buccaneers uh mr Derek shorpel from the oversell podcast will be joining us on this podcast so stay tuned for that we're podcast. gonna we're gonna bury the lead here we're not gonna talk about the bucks right now we got some other important issues to take care of there is another team active in the area yeah, the Bulls are playing their preseason. Oh right yeah, now. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, they're uh, surprising stat. I heard not not so much surprising because it's the Bolts, but just it's like, well, of course we're zero and six on power plays in this preseason. Oh yeah. yeah, what the fuck, man? Why can't we still get that sorted out? Druin's playing on the same line as Stamkos, apparently. Yes, and is but so is Boyle at the time, uh, so. right? But he's he's kind of been gangbusters in the preseason. He's doing well, but yes. it's like it's it's more of the same here, more of the same problems. That's why. Hold on a <laughs> technical di- little technical yeah, difficulty. Shut that door. <laughs> Someone was coming inside. Um, yeah, it, it was a it's it was a problem last year. It looks like it's going to be a problem this year. Well, it's I don't know if it's going to be a problem. It's too early to say that. It's already a fucking problem. (laughs) But that was one game. We literally went 0-6 against Pittsburgh. (sighs) It's not that bad. It's it's bad. Eh. I need I need to see improvement. Just like the Buccaneers, I need to see some real raw improvement before I can be convinced that our power play is fixed. Don't don't focus on on it too much. We didn't have our full complement of everything. It's true. Yeah, I mean we're not we weren't full team and we had a good squad, but yeah. Um, Not the whole squad. Druin's on fire a little bit in the preseason. He's he's had three goals. He's playing, like I said, on the line with Stamaw. Oh yeah. When uh, I wonder if that works, kind of like a, a wide receiver tandem in the in the NFL. Like if you have Calvin Johnson, uh, somebody like a Nate Burleson could succeed in in that system, being the number two receiver, because they're always they're Calvin Johnson's always going to draw the number one guy. Yeah. So is it that way in hockey? Or does it work out like lines? Perhaps, but I mean, Druin to me strikes me as kind of like the assist guy. Like the he's he's gonna be there to for the timely assist on. And it's odd that they're flipped. Yeah. Because in the in the preseason now it's Stammer with the assist and. I just wonder, man. I think I, I wonder if if Stammer it might just be like a tradable commodity. 
Stamkos? Yeah. No. Get get out of here. Get out of the podcast. I'm starting to think like no. What, why? Like tell tell me why I'm wrong. Because he's a franchise player. He, he's a franchise player, but we have we have a we have a Tyler Johnson. We have a Jonathan Druin that's coming up. We have you're right. But we have a we have a Victor Hedman that's going to need a contract very soon. Uh, if should um, Vassy ever pan out, we're going to need to throw money at him, and certainly Bishop's so. going to have to get re-signed. So I mean, if you get rid of Stamkos, yeah, you're right. Or if you re-sign Stamkos, you're going to have to get you're going to have to play like the uh, the Blackhawks. You're going to have to get rid of some like top level talent on your team and just offload it. Absolutely, but you, they've you, won two cups and they've kept Kane. They've kept well Sharp until last time. And they, you keep the. Like they just, they just offloaded old Duya. They, they. Yeah, but uh, that, uh, the thing is, is that's like letting uh, Nikita Kucherov go. That not, not a Stamkos. Stamkos is. There's a reason that Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby are still on the Penguins. There's a reason that. Right, but you can, you can, you can sign a Victor. Hed- you're going to have to sign Victor. You're going to have to sign a Victor Hedman. Yes. You're going to have to sign Steve Stamkos both to top level talent deals, yes. like top defenseman talent, top uh, forward, forward yeah. talent. Yep. Those are those are those are your two big deals right there. Oh, um, two of the big deals. Two of the big deals, and then you know Tyler Eventually, Johnson. Eventually, the triplets gonna, need money. Yeah, they're going to need money. Are you going to be able to keep the triplets together? I no, mean, absolutely not. There's no way all five of those guys stay. Yeah. So but I wonder. I mean, would you? I guess the question you're asking is, we want to keep four and get rid of Stamkos. I mean, we made or, the playoffs the year before without him. We yeah. didn't need him then. That's true. You're right. Uh, I'll give it to you that you make a good point in the fact that we did get somewhere without him. Yeah. But you know, we don't you don't get rid of that that elite level talent. You don't. Maybe. I mean, unless okay, I'll put it to you like this. For the Stanley for the Lightning to win a Stanley Cup and when think of how all the people that were there. Like we wouldn't have won if we didn't get have Vinny LeCavier. Was right. he was he the best player on our team that for that series or that playoff run? No. But he was imperative to the to the the cup run. Right, you needed it, it, you, you're you're arguing over uh, Stamkos being here uh, as opposed to Hedman and and Tyler Johnson. But you got to think the cup run needed Modine. It it needed St. Louis. It needed Richards. It needed Vinny Lecavi. Well, it I needed mean, all those guys to do it. Yeah, I guess essentially what the question is is like, are, are you going to push all your chips into the table yes. by signing Stammer now? To yeah, a deal? to win a, to win a cup this year, to win a cup ne- maybe next year, in the next like, in the next yes. three years to win a cup. Yeah, like, we're hedging our bets on that. That's what you're looking at because because you're not going to be able to keep all this talent for that long. Yeah, no, there's no way. It's it, it's not just in hockey either. It's on all major sports. Yeah, you can't, definitely. There's no way you can keep. Let me look at the except baseball. Except baseball. Well, baseball you know, have a certain cap, teams, and yeah. that's only certain teams. That's true. Yeah, you know, because we lose our talent a lot. <laughs> What's that with the Rays? The Rays. Yeah. Bye, prize. But I mean, you got to think if an owner like uh, like Jeff Finnick would, without a salary cap, likely just sign everybody. Fuck it, let's win championships. If he, yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know if the hockey world would go that route, if possible. Oh no, never! I hope they. I don't. I hope that they wouldn't because. But I'd, given that opportunity, I think Vic would. Yeah, be like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah you know what? Fuck it. Hey. <laughs> or he's not Canadian, but you know what? He's, he is in this scenario. He would turn Canadian for the the Lightning to want to be like whatever. I'm mostly look. I won the hockey. I'm Canadian. Damn it! Did you see the last <laughs> South Park episode? No. Oh my god, it was a great one. Another great one. South Park's on fire this year. Oh, it was. They were like, uh, it was Mr. Garrison basically starts running. Uh, for president, a la Trump, 
and then and then talks about getting out all the immigrants who are Canadians and like oh, there's all the can- uh, they're all Canadian immigrants. Oh, the Mexico so he, joke. Yeah. So he's like, "Well, we're going to build the wall to Canada and keep them out." So he goes to Canada and finds out there's already a wall there and that Canada el- already elected their Donald Trump and everybody left <laughs> because he put a wall and then he put a wall up. <laughs> <laughs> so like there's nobody in the country but Donald Trump and like a few aides and it's it it just funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. It was a good one. Um what? Yeah, I don't know. You, you hijacked it. <laughs> oh, Vinick's a Canadian. Um, yeah. Good recovery. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you're right. You know, my thing is, is like, I just don't want to see him go to the Maple Leafs because fuck them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, w- would it be worse? I think it'd be worse if he went to Canadians. Think if he went to Montreal. Mm. As long as he doesn't go to the Maple Leafs. No, because fuck them. Yeah, well, I don't want to go. They think they all think that they're gonna get him. You know what? Fuck it. If, if if we have to, and it comes down to it, trade him to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing when uh, when we had Lecavier and, every, and the, uh, the Canadians thought they were going to get him. It's like, oh, he's coming home. To, yeah, he's, he's coming, coming home. home to the Canadians. And yeah. Nope. No, he's not. Shut up. We're just going to give him a, a contract that's going to ruin our, our franchise. For yeah, the next. that's how much we believe in him. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, is that the comparison you're drawing? Are we going to do that with Stammer? We're going to sink the boat for Stammer. I mean, we did it for Lecavier. But we got a we got a cup out of it. But all, at the same Worth time, it. at the same time, at the same no, no, I I don't think uh, Feaster signed uh, Lacavie to that deal. That was the old no, Kreutz no. OK hockey day. They're like, hey, we'll, we'll do fuck it. it, fuck it, we'll sell the team. Yeah, <laughs> you get a you get a ten percent stake in uh, the Saw franchise, and <laughs> <laughs> like okay, we're still pumping out movies. That's why that's why I built a fucking wing on a hospital, the the Lacavie yeah. wing. Yeah. Because he's like rolling. Got, I'm sitting here li- literally rolling in money. Yeah, all that okay hockey money he's got. He's like, yeah, I'll go to fucking. He still has that money open. too. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, that's why. I mean, he's sitting on the bench down in Philly, and he <laughs> but he was sitting on the bench all the way to the bank. Yeah, he's like, man, counting his money. You got cut tonight. Oh, so I can go home. Okay, yeah, bye, oh, coach. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's French Canadian, so he's got a. Hey, we be. No, it's fucking whatever. He talks like a guy, normal guy. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's about to say he talks like Vinny Gavi. Yeah. yeah. Hope he comes back and like retires a bolt. He will. Think so? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got it right. He won the championship. There's no way he doesn't. Yeah. We're the only city that truly loves him still. I think he's still. I don't know if he's. Does he live down here still? I'm sure he has a home here. Hmm. I mean, come on, think about it. Yeah. Why would you want to live in Philadelphia? Yeah. Nobody wants to. Apologies to Philadelphia fans. No, fuck you, Philadelphia. Fuck all you guys. The fuck's your problem? If Boston and New York were in a place, I'd spit on you first. Um. Oh, so did you see Boston and New York? <laughs> did you, did you just so caught that one? <laughs> yeah, it is so true. It, because they would like take the seat of like we're the best city. Clearly, yeah. clearly, shut up. Yeah, or no, Chicago would. It would be between like it would be Chicago, Chicago and Philly, Philly. Yeah. instead of Boston and New York. Well, yeah. Boston, New York is just a sports thing. Boston's really a shitty city. Do you think? Comes... Do you think Philly and Chicago have that like rivalry? Like we're the best Midwestern cities. Everything else is shit. Well, probably. Yeah. Baseball doesn't belong in the Midwest. Yeah, two out to the Royals. And the Cardinals. <laughs> Bye. And the Cardinals are getting Wayno back. That's just, I think that you just crown them now. Really? Yeah. Nah, go go Blue Jays. Fuck them. Fuck the Blue Jays. Blue Jays won today. Oh, in, yeah. In, in, like, Blue Jay fashion. They won all last series in Blue Jay fashion. They just they just hit whatever the fuck they wanted to. Yep. Yep. They just scored home runs. Like, hey, we're down. Oh, really? Boom. <laughs> Fucking... Donaldson comes out there and just jacks one in the fucking gelts and see how seamlessly we transition sports. Yeah. Well, no. There's one more thing I wanted to bring up. No, I'm just saying. Like we. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, oh, man, fuck Toronto for some reason. It's I think it's because it's like now they're they're super good. And I mean, good on their fans. Good <laughs> you on them pretty for, much hate whoever's good that this Well, they're like a they're not like a See, this I told this to Robert the other day. Like it's it, it's one thing if it was like the Yankees or Red Sox good where it's like, ah, they're they're fucking fans are always little assholes that are creeping around everywhere, fucking jerks. But then like watch this this coming up series. Like I like I already talked to a dude who's flying down from Nova Scotia so he can watch the Blue Jays play the Rays. So I mean all the fucking Toronto fans are coming out of the woodwork and and more power to them. I mean it's that's what it's that's what's supposed to yeah, happen when your absolutely. team's good. I yeah. mean I mean good for you guys. It's it's awesome. But yeah, it's but you should wear your colors when we're sucking. Yeah, it still kind of pisses me off. Yeah, here I am wearing a Bucks hat and Nick in a Rays shirt. It's, it's like, like yeah. You support your team where they're bad. We're, we're still We're allowed to bitch at them, but we still got to wear their shit. Exactly. Exactly. It, I don't know. It it, it, it rubs me a little bit the wrong way, but at the same time, it's like, eh, I can't really be mad. You gotta, you're having fun supporting your team. Yeah. Good for you. Still fuck them. Um, so, uh, as we know, uh, uh, what's his, oh, God damn it. I always confuse him with Gudlewski's, um, Vassy. Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky is not going to be ready for the start of the season. No. So there's an article in the, the Tampa Bay Times about Bishop having to take like a big uh, major workload to begin the season. Mm-hmm. So we we signed this guy Kevin Pullen or Pullen 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 yeah. So uh, uh, Kevin Pullen goes into the game last night immediately almost immediately gives up two goals. Yep. One then, very bad angle goal. And then NBC Sports tweets out a picture of him and says, "Hey Bolts fan, are you excited about Kevin Pullen?" Like you motherfuckers, <laughs> you fucking. I wonder if that was already planned, though. I mm, maybe. Because, I mean, do you plan on giving up two goals within the first few minutes yeah. of you being on the ice? I don't think so. It's, it was just a, I don't know. It, it was either a poorly timed tweet or like a masterful tro- troll. I think it was a poorly timed tweet that somebody didn't stop because they're like, "Ha, huh? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's funny, yeah." Fuck you, Tampa Go Bay. Chicago. <laughs> or go, go New York. Yeah, they, they're pro- yeah exactly. They're that or a Pittsburgh fan. Yeah, like, I fuck mean, you guys. Yeah, it's NBC Sports, and they must be out there in New York. That's where yeah. they're all from. It was, so. cool. it was cool watching that series uh, or that, that game. I, I wish I could have watched it. I, I didn't hang it. Was a, it was like a 13,000-seat stadium. Was it? Yeah, oh, it was like man, really awesome. intimate, like little tiny boards. Yeah, they won, they won some kind of a contest, right? Yeah, Kraft Hockeyville. Yeah, because yeah, Kraft Hockeyville. Mac and Cheese says hockey to me. Right, no, well, Kraft Dinner's big over in, in uh, Canada. Hey. So it's poutine. And poutine's coming to Tampa. Did you see yes, this? Yes, that looks awesome. We're getting a poutine bar. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, oh. and, and now we have an excuse to say poutine. Yeah, poutine. <laughs> Go box out all the fucking Canadian fans when they come here. Like, no, it's my um, seat take a holder here. Okay. What are you talking about? Hey, like, Canadian, shut up. Shut up. This is potatoes, fried cheese, and gravy. It's pretty American. In a margarita. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. That'll be $42, sir. Yeah, yeah. Get, you got me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be good. I've never ever in my life had poutine. I made it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I actually, I, I, I mean, come on, man. We grew up fat kids. I made it. Yeah, I, I made it because I had it. That's not true. not because I knew what poutine was. The thing is, is like I want like I'm gonna I'm gonna have poutine at at uh, Emily this year. I'm sure I I'm sure I will. Oh, I just yeah. want to try it. But like I also want to go to I like I legit want to go to Montreal or you know Nova Scotia somewhere and, and try like some good ass like the real the real deal Holyfield poutine. It's like steak fries that they season well. Yeah, nice mm. cheese curd. If you get good, if you get good poutine, it's got uh like it's fried in duck fat. Mm. Yeah, I just want the good. I want the good poutine. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yep. I can't wait for that. And 
Yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a great season. We're we're gonna, next week. We we're are the favorites. It. Did you know that? Are we? Yeah, mm. we'll tease that now. I don't like that. Lightning are the favorites. I like flying under the radar. <laughs> you don't get to the Stanley Cup Finals and go back the next year, or or and next year you're you're you get your head hunted, man. Man, like, anything, we're the top from the East. Anything but winning a Stanley Cup this year is going to be a disappointment. Which is a rough place to be in. It is because it, you've got nowhere to go but either up or you're. You're taking a step back, and if this is truly what you said, this is the three-year window. If we resign Stamkos, if we don't, then we're then they're going for, for five play. years. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going for a longer play. I don't know. I don't know. We're there'll be more of a sustained. Maybe and who, and who's maybe to say we can trade be? away Callahan's contract to supplement some of Stammers. Uh, maybe, I don't know. That's. that's eh. Eh. I'd rather have a Hedman and Stamkos minus Callahan than Callahan and Hedman. I'd I I like what Ryan Callahan brings. I think he, that was a big. Oh, reason. I do too. No, trust me. I'm not. I'm not wishing this. Uh, I mean, this is genuinely. This is what good teams have. This is the problems yeah, that good teams have. We have. We have a good team. We have a bad problem for a good team. Yeah, we have a bad problem. Yeah, but you got to think if if Brian Boyle wasn't on our team last year, he was a fourth line center. I think he's a center. Right. But double digit goals, like no other fourth line center has that. Yeah. Well, that's not true. I don't know that, but he would be on a he would be on a better line on most of the NHL. But since we're so talent laden, he's on our fourth line and sometimes a healthy scratch. Yeah. Like I like Brian Boyle had a great series though. Yeah, he, he had, had, had the number playoffs. one play yeah. on ESPN's whatever. Yeah. And I saw that. Beautiful, it was a beautiful backhand. Yeah, it was. But that goalie had a shit angle, so fuck that. Um I'm done. I don't I ain't got nothing else for hockey, really. Oh, well. I've got my. I, yeah, I was about to say I. I put up. Yeah, I'm good. I put up on big bold letters, and I still forgot to do it. Uh, so, <laughs> Anthony, if you're still listening, thank you so much, Anthony. You can find him at, at Strike Twice. He's been on the podcast a few times. He's a guy that's been on, or that, um, you know that that he's he's a he's a Twitter bro to me. He's a good friend. I, I think. I know. Good guy. Yeah, he's, he's, good, a, he's guy. a great guy. He donated some money to us uh, through Patreon, and I thanked him on the Shark Dropper podcast. I did not thank him on this one, so I'm a piece of shit for not doing that in 15 minutes or 18 minutes in now doing it. Uh, so thank you so much, Anthony, for uh, appreciate that man That's taking really a little cool. money out and uh, and donating it to us. It means a lot to us. It really does. Um, looking at the board. Looking at the board. That's it. That's it. I got. I mean, that's. I wrote on my little. That's thing. it for now. For now, yeah. We're, there's still going to be. There's a lot more to come, but that's all I got. All right, we're going to do a little something different this time. Uh, we're going to we're going to talk about the Bucks in the back end. So I think in the front end, we're just going to find out the race suck. How about it? Hey, folks. Let's do some. Let's do some. Uh, let's do some baseball talk. Let's do some baseball thinking about our local team, Tampa Rays. Seventy-six wins, eighty-one losses. Woot woot! It's a fucking team. God damn it! Five more games to go. So can we finish five hundred? Can we run the table and finish eighty-two and eighty-two? And finish eighty-two, eighty-two. No, eighty-one and eighty-one. Eighty-one and eighty-one. Yeah. Sorry. Um, we run the table. We got the Marlins and then the Blue Jays. Both teams really don't have anything to play for. Nah, 
Marlins are they're they're. I mean, the Jays may have, may play for seeding, but they've the, already won the they already won the at least. Yeah. Well, I guess they're playing for home field advantage. They've got against that the to, Royals. Uh, yeah, I guess the Royals. They've got that to, to fight for. Yeah, but the Royals are a few games back. I hope they. I hope they just they like rest all their dudes and disappoint all those fucking Blue Jay fans that are about to come out the out of the woodwork. I love you, Blue Jay fans, but fuck you. Spend all your money here. As Thank you. Said. Um, this week was a bad week. It was. It was. It was not a good week. They were the darkest of times. We managed to uh, take the series against the Red Sox, which who hasn't done that this year? Yeah, they're, they're the, the Red Sox. bicycle. Everybody's had a ride. Yeah, everybody's fucked them. Um, <laughs> Get straight to that point. <laughs> Town bicycle. Everybody's fucked them. Uh. <laughs> the Blue Jays just hit at will against us. It, it didn't well, even fucking no, not matter. A, not even that. It, not just us. It's it's everybody. They're doing, it's everybody. They're doing everything they want. Yeah, their their lineup reminds me of how the Yankees lineup used to be back in uh, like circa two thousand eight, nine, ten, where it was just up and down. It's just like fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck. This guy really is in the nine hole. <laughs> He'd lead off for us. But yeah, fucking yeah. Who's their nine hole guy? Like Justin Smoke or like like Deanna Navarro? God, <laughs> like Jesus Christ is in the nine He's batting hole cleanup for yeah for the Blue Jays. They fucking bought Vlad Guerrero back from the Expos, and now he's in there from the Expos. Yeah, <laughs> just like half the Expos teams from '94 out there mashing for the Blue Jays. No one's really noticed it. <laughs> and and steroids are illegal. And steroids are illegal. Oh man, you know what? I texted you. Oh yeah, since Derek's on the podcast, I'm going to show both of you guys this. But I texted we'll you. Save, a, we'll save that for. Later. I texted you a number from a podcast. That oh, I, it was a, it was something I heard on a podcast. And I wanted to play it for you guys. <laughs> it's it's very. It's like it kind of it just validates everything I've always been saying. I'm like, yes, this is what I want everybody to hear. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, there's not a whole lot of positives to be said about the team, um, this year. <laughs> no, there are some, there's some lights at the end of the tunnel. There's, there's a lot of things to be excited about next year. Mm-hmm. Matt Moore just came off three great starts. Matt Moore went into the seventh inning last night or the, or, um, in game two of that Marlin series after, uh, coming off two quality starts. Uh, in his starts before that, he looks to start Sunday. I don't know if he should start Sunday or not because it's against the Blue Jays. Yeah, what uh, what are we gonna what are we gonna do? I I don't know. The thing is, is like that's not a good matchup for him. And do you want him to have that like mar on his like otherwise good end of the season? Yeah, he won't give a fuck. It won't matter. I don't know, man. At the end of the season, you're still you're a team with a losing record. I just Moore's just found he's found it again. He's kind of he's found his command and he's found that movement on his pitches. Yeah, it's that, very more like to, yeah. for him to find it after we're out of playoff. Contention. But still, it's that's, that's convenient. But still, it's good. It's good. It's a good sign. You have Chris Archer for next year. Yeah. You have Drew Smiley, who's also been looking good. You have Jake Odorizzi. Cobb. Cobb. Alex Cobb. You won't have Alex Cobb until September. So it's it's going to be, I mean... Is he going to be Alex Cobb, or is he going to be Alex Cobb diet? Right. I mean, sh- should we be in any kind of contention by then? You, you'd probably see him coming out of like the bullpen or like making some spot starts here or there. But I don't, I don't think it's, he's... It's, it's insane how an injury can literally ruin two seasons for you. I mean, it, it is. But, I mean, look at Matt Moore, the way Matt Moore's come back. He had a shaky start in, in June, but 
he had to get sent down, and that was a big disappointment. But now he he's made three good starts. He's had a he he he's, he's looked a lot better. He's rebounded, and it looks like he's kind of returning back to the Matt Moore of old, which is a very good thing for this franchise if he can continue to be that guy. So, I and that that to me is a reason for optimism. Mikey Matuk is a reason for optimism. He's had seven home runs since he's been called up from uh, from the minors. And, you know, small sample size, not, you know, that you can't really put a whole lot on that. But still, it's it's a good sign. It's a he, he could be, um, you know, he, he, he may possibly be on the opening day roster next year. Well, look at Logan Forsyth from last year. He, he look at the impact he's made on this year just from having consecutive starts. Yeah, Logan Forsyth is going to be the clear starter next year yeah. at uh, either second base, at second base. And rotating outfield. He's going to be like yeah. a, a lesser Zobrist. Estrubal Cabrera, I think, is gone after this year. Yeah, sadly, I, I agree with There's you. There's talk of him like signing, re-signing maybe, but I think he wants to find like, he's he wants to go make some more money somewhere else and he should. Well, he won't find it here. He Yeah, he I think he deserves a little bit well, more Nick money. Well, Fra- between Nick Franklin and... Beckham and Hockju Lee. You think we can put one of those? Hockju Lee, I don't think, is coming up. Nick Franklin was a big disappointment this year. Yeah. Tim Beckham, I don't know. Tim Beckham's not a guy who really wowed me. No, not at all. Um, but I guess that's, I think that's that's probably where we're going to go at shortstop is either way. It's going to be one of those two next year. Yep. I, I'm pretty sure that JP Aaron CB has played his way onto at least an uh, attempt for. One of the two catchers. Yeah, next year. I would agree. I think I think Rene Rivera's got to go. Yep, and I think it's I think by Molina. I think it's got to be Kirk Casale or uh, JP Aaron Sebia next year. Who's this other guy who's catching for oh, us? Oh, Keel. Uh, yeah, What's something name? like that. His like this rookie dude. I don't know. He I when I was I was at the game last night and he drove a ball pretty far. Yeah, but everybody can do that every once in a while. But, yeah, but I mean, the deepest part of the field. Look, I mean, when we were sitting pretty goddamn close because there was nine thousand fans there, so I was mm. pretty much I was, I could be like, "Hey, Rocco," he'd be like, "What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> I mean, that's, so I'm he, going Friday. So for oh, are you? Yeah. Oh man, that's gonna be a good game. Let me know how how fucking annoying annoying the, it is. It's fine. I'll bring my boobuzella. Yeah, bring something. Bring just bring a, bring an attitude and tell them to fuck off. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of Blue Jay fans there. I'll bring uh, I'll bring a, a poster. To ask them how the uh, Maple Leafs are doing. <laughs> yeah, and somebody will have a sign and be like, "Just about as good as the Bucks." Wear your Stamkos jersey and be like, "You may you may have a uh, <laughs> yeah, you may have a good baseball team, but you'll never have this." Yeah, <laughs> and you're lucky you have a basketball team, yeah. assholes. Hey, whatever. We got uh, we got fucking uh, the um, the Argonauts. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got the Buffalo Bills every once a season. <laughs> Why can't I think of their coach's name? Uh, Pat Quinn. No, Maple Leafs. Pat Quinn. Fucking. He from, used to be a Maple no Leafs from coach. Uh, th- from the Red Wings. Oh, oh Hitchcock. Not, no, not Hitchcock. I want to say it's like McKenzie. We or... did this last time too. You, oh, you, you I you said mis- know his you name. Said Mr. Detroit. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Bob. Toronto Maple Leafs. It's it's driving me crazy now. I have to look it up. We talked about this before. Mike Babcock. Oh God, that was gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> Good thing we have Google. Mike Babcock. So we got Mike Babcock, eh? He's gonna leaves leaves coming back. Yeah, but you you traded away Kessel. Hey, yeah, you know, it's uh doesn't matter, eh? <laughs> yeah. Stammer's coming next year. Okay, asshole. Okay, yeah, whatever. 
Oh shit, my phone's on a restart loop. Do you think if he's a uh, if you if we win a cup, would that help or hurt our odds of keeping him? Mm. At that point, I'm like, fuck it. Loop. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for the cup. <laughs> I don't know. I think that might that that may hurt it. You never you never know. I mean, he's done it. Yeah. And then we might. What if he pulls a LeBron James and now he wants to go do it at home? Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't. I I can't. I don't know if I could be mad at him though if he gives us a, a Stanley Cup and then walks away. Like, I'd be I'd be a little. Uh, I'd be miffed. Miffed, but it's like, uh, hey, I I would all if it, if Kyle Crawford won us a World Series and then went to Boston, that would have gone over a hell of a lot easier oh, than him just kind of. I'm just saying, Nick. If you were, if you were, yeah, you're right. <laughs> if you were a a top level. Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, quarterback, and you had it all. Who do you want to go play for? The Bucks. The Bucks, of yeah, course. That's right, of it's course. True. Yeah, you want to go play for your home team. I want to play on the home team. I want to bring that the team I grew up loving to victory. Yeah, but you know what? Okay, so but then I would not blame some kid that watched me play in Indianapolis. You know, win them a Super Bowl for hating me when I moved to go to the Bucks. That's true. Like, yeah. because that guy doesn't give a shit where my home team's from. Like, they adopted me, in his opinion. I think, ultimately, the uh, professional athletes take a, a little bit of a, a different view on things. And, and oh, yeah. that it's like, this is the team I play for. It doesn't matter. I, don't know. I like to think so. I But not if you've got it all. If you're, you're telling me that since LeBron James won the two championships in Miami... That it didn't make it this wanting to go back to Cleveland and try and fix things a little easier. LeBron James is different. Le- LeBron James is just a piece of shit. Is all that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, yeah. He just he's a competitor. He's a he's an extreme competitor. He wanted to do he did anything to win at any cost. And I can't fault him for that. But still you're a piece of shit for turning your back on Cleveland like that. And then going back to him. And then going back. Well, he went back, I guess. So good for the Cleveland. You got a good something. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Something's working out for you. <laughs> you know, they did just as well as the Lightning did. Yeah, yeah. Lost in the finals. There Damn you it. go. Well, I think no, I got it. Anyways, we're going, we're going so way that's why the race suck. <laughs> yeah. uh, next year, Loney's got a one year left on his contract. He's set to make the second most on the team. But I think it's something like $8 million, Behind so Longo? I think, behind, I think it's behind Longo. Uh, a lot of there's some talk about uh, offloading that contract and having Schaefer come up and play first base. Yeah, he's got well, some, some. He's got. He's there. decent enough. Yeah, is KK under? KK is fine. We're we're gonna be fine with him for a little bit. Um, oh, good. Geyer as well, and and even um, fuckface mixed strikeout. <laughs> Steven Sousa <laughs> Jr. <laughs> fuckface mixed strikeout. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dream, you have dream in the castle, then you have fuckface mixed strike out. <laughs> <laughs> so some surprising stats. I'd, I I'd want like that to be the <laughs> episode's name. Like fuckface mixed strike out. I can I can do that. Um, the Rays, uh, after five years, have ended their consecutive streaks of five hundred um, uh, of a five point five hundred road record. Mm. So for, for the, our five years prior, we had we were five hundred on the road or better, and that ended this year. With our uh, series in Toronto, um, yeah, because the last games are at home, right? Yeah. Have you heard anything about Blake Snell? No. Fuck, man. Fifteen and one. Oh wait, no, he was the minor league player of the year. Fifteen and one, one 
0.41 ERA. Are you fucking kidding me? That's between AA and AAA. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's still that's very different. Yeah, that's a... But still, holy still shit. fucking A, man. That is... <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have top pitching in fact i think i think it was baseball reference or one of those one of those little shit poke sites ranked us uh number one farm system you know what happened you know what happened in 2007 it's true we were ranked number one in prospects too that's a that's a huge turnaround from being well, we were down in the 20s 30s yeah as soon as we got all our like we'll we'll trade away for winning now and that didn't work so if that translates credit to to fucking matt silverman for oh, yeah. making the, making all those deals you know especially in the fact of staring at losing the person who did the job before him and the face yeah comes up and just keeps on motoring yeah and that's and then I guess moving right along, uh, you've got Sean Rodriguez and the Pittsburgh Pirates in the playoffs. Joe Madden, the, the Chicago Cubs. Ben Zobris and the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Andrew Freed, Freeman and the, the, uh, LA the LA Dodgers. And I think that's it. For and Toronto uh, or David Price and the Toronto David Blue Price and the Toronto Blue Jays, um, albeit a year removed. So good for all them. And the San Diego. Oh, what happened, Will? <laughs> what's going on, Shields? I thought you were. I thought you were. This was going to be your comeback tour. You're you were going to sh- work so hard, and then you were going to show us why we made a mistake, right? What happened? What happened? I wonder what he batted this year. I don't know. And you spell your name wrong, you idiot. Will Myers. There's two L's. Baseball reference. Look at him. He looks high as fuck in the, like in all of his he pictures. He is high as fuck. He's on those cheaper shoes. 2015. Are these batting stats? Minors and majors. Let's see. 2.59. How many? Um, I mean, how many at bats though? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. 220. 220 at bats. That's respectable. 57 hits. How many home, home runs? Eight. Eh. 29 RBIs. Good good job, Will Myers. You showed us. You sure showed <laughs> you us. You showed us. He was injured though. I I I'll call him I'll give him a mulligan this season. If he if he proves us wrong next season, good for him. I hey, I wish you nothing but luck. You're a former Ray. You didn't you did nothing to wrong us. Fuck you. Fuck Joe Madden. You're not on our team anymore. I hate you. Oh, we, uh, Jonathan and I were at the Hofbrau house, and uh, oh yes, Jen yes. brought up this, his his girlfriend. Jen was saying Joe Madden's in the playoffs. I mean, isn't that great? And we're like, no, no. Like, don't you want him to do well? And we're like, no. And she's no, like, I don't actually. She's like, don't you guys think you sound bitter? And we're like, yes, we sound very bitter. Yeah, <laughs> like, but we're aware of it. <laughs> we're totally aware of it. That's the fucking point. Like, yeah, fuck them. I, am I bitter? Oh, yeah, I'm bitter. Oh, yeah. I'm these bitter. are all bitter grapes. <laughs> yeah, these, these are all bitter, bitter grapes. <laughs> but he can go fuck himself and his fucking Cubs. I hope you, I hope, I hope you lose. Are they in the, the dumb wild card? Yeah, thing? they're going to lose that game. <laughs> Bounce, get Yeah, we're in the play. But nothing against Cubs fans, nothing against you, Jen. Everything against Joe Madden. I think it would be fucking awesome for them to lose in the wild card game because that means they would not have, they would have made the postseason and not had a home game. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, so uh, we did it. We did our end of season preview a little early. I think next, probably next podcast. Do we even want to do a race suck segment after that? Uh, I guess we could. We always we could always do a final season wrap up. Wrap it up, yeah. <laughs> or did that race season suck? 
Oh, yeah. Perhaps we could do something like that. But I think for this week, we're I guess we got to say they're... They, they suck. Yeah, I'm going to say they suck. What the fuck is going on? What's up, guys? It's Kyle. Have a seat down with me. Sit down, take a, take a seat, take a, take a chill pill. We'll be back to a little bit more War of the Bay in a second, but you hear the music, and it's time for me to tell you about audiobooks. Specifically, audibletrial.com slash shark. Look, if you go there right now, you can go get a book, and you can get it for free. And a 30-day trial. I mean, I guess... I mean, you can't get any more books for free, but 30-day trial, right? I mean, what's wrong with that? Uh, if you download that book, you can keep that book. It's yours to keep. It's yours forever. You can show your friends that you read it. You can show the percentage that you're done with that fucking book. And, uh, yeah, you can take it to any device you want. I have a, I have a MP3 of Alice DJ, Better Off Alone, that I got from Napster back in the day. And that, that MP3 has been with me forever. It's a very special MP3 to my heart. And you can have that right now for like an audiobook. And I mean, if you don't want to donate money to us and actually give us money, that's fine. We don't care. Um, but maybe consider doing this. This is free for you. And it gives us a little bit of money and it makes us look better with Audible. They say, hey, look, those Shark Driver guys are pulling their weight. They're actually doing something. They're not useless, worthless motherfuckers. They're doing something. Uh, I find that Audible is a great way to catch up on reading classics. Uh, a picture of Dorian Gray comes to mind. It was a boring fucking book to read. Audiobook, cruise right through that shit. Uh, Lord of the Flies, boring to read. Audiobook, simple. Uh, 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 the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, God. Who, who, if you're in college, you got to read that book. It's required reading sometimes. Or, you know, maybe it was assigned to you in some kind of creative arts class or literature class. You don't want to read that fucking book, Alexander Dumas. Fucking, you know, calm down. Audible Trial is here to help you. Go get that book on Audible Trial. They got it for any of your devices, your MP3 player, iPod, anything like that. There's 180,000 plus titles for you to choose from. So you don't have to just choose a classic. Choose any fucking book you want. Any single book you can think of in this beautiful, beautiful God's green earth. So once again, audibletrial.com slash shark. Welcome back, everybody. And I would like to welcome Derek Shorpel to the podcast. Thank you for joining us, sir. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, no, we're fine. Nick's pointed to a little thing. Oh. Hey, we're gonna. We'll be okay. Thanks, Derek. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I just panicked. He saw the he saw a music cue coming up. No, no, no. There was a music cue coming up, but we're gonna. We're, it's it's turned down. We're not gonna hit it. We ain't gonna hit it. Uh, so in burying the lead, our Buccaneers this season or this past game had a uh, frustrating game to say the least against the Houston Texans. Yeah, that's uh, that's a nice way of putting it. Uh, I call it bullshit. A game where a lot of points were left on the table. Uh, a game where um, I think every side of the ball pretty much let us down. In one way, shape, or form. One yes. way, shape, or form. And a game where we lost 19-9 to to the Houston Texans. The woeful and, Houston Texans. Yeah, and Ryan Mallett and some guy at running back. <laughs> Who was not. No, his blue. His last name was Blue. Something Blue. Blue. Alfred Blue? Alfred Blue. Blue's Clues. Yeah, he's uh, a... I mean, it's it's funny how we can make some of these no-name players look so good in a game. Oh, I mean... I've always known that to be true as a Bucks fan, though. I mean, it's not just this year, but Kyle's for a while now said, you know, start everybody against the Bucks in fantasy. Just do it. Yeah, Yeah. it's... 
it, it's not a bad. Idea. I'm starting Cam Newton against him. Oh yeah, I'm starting Greg Olson. I was so I was so but, uh, to get Greg nobody Olson. cares about your fucking team. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh shit, that was a good one. <laughs> so, but I'm still I'm starting Greg Olson. I can't wait. <laughs> fucking good me. I. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not having a good fantasy season. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I I don't really, I don't even know where to start on this game. Like where do we start? Um well, I think we can approach it by maybe looking at it the three sides of the ball. So we can step into offense, defense or special teams. Let's start with the, I think one of the least disappointing uh f- uh things about the game, which was the offense. Which is shocking that yeah. <laughs> the, the, and, and- the offensive line, really, if you ask me. I oh. thought they played a great game. They, they faced J.J. Watt and didn't allow a sack. Yeah. They had, you know, they faced Jadavion Clowney and Vince Wilfork, too, and Doug Martin had a couple of great runs. Uh, you know, it sucks we had to stop feeding him the ball. Um, I saw a vine today, and it was Gosder Cherilis just completely dominating J.J. Watt and pancaking him on the ground. I mean, our offensive line, I thought, was probably the highlight of the game. Yeah, it's like there's so much improvement there. And <laughs> all right, fuck yeah, man. So now we're gonna say something bad about it. Oh, like, hold on, I just dropped my remote. Like Evans here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay. Okay. See, a lot has been made of of this over the the past couple of days, and I have my argument. I'd like to hear what you guys think about the the drops compared to like, okay, whose fault was was the passing game was it on can you put that on Winston can you put that on the wide receivers who do you put that on well i mean from what i saw there might be the, some noise hang on just a second. the okay. ones i saw from Winston to yeah this is when Gosta Charles was with uh, Indianapolis <laughs> uh, obviously whoops <laughs> anyways go ahead um the drops were Definitely, uh, in my opinion, they were bad, I guess, adjustments to the ball. They were kind of behind him, and I, I guess you want to blame Winston for some of that. That's fine. But they were catchable balls. Right. And they were catchable balls for first downs. Mm-hmm. The one that's sticking out in my mind the most, uh, Mike Evans did like a little five-yard hook route or a curl route. And, I mean, the ball couldn't have hit him any in a, in a better place, and it just fired off his hands. Yep. And I don't know if that's um, due to him having a little rust on him since he hasn't played since what the second game. Of well, the this pre-season. was his this was his first complete full, game back, right at full speed. And Mike Evans is not really a a great route runner, from what I've seen. You know, he's just a deep throw it up type of guy. So he's, some of the yeah, he's a high ball catcher, right? And some of the throws Winston was making, he was just throwing where the wide receiver should be, and. You know, they got that's what while on that one catch, uh, Lewis Murphy made a hell of a catch. But the way it was reason it was so low is because Jameis Winston was throwing where the only the receiver could get it. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't blame him for that. I mean, my thing is, is yes, Jameis could have thrown a couple better balls to to these guys. There was a few that were behind him. And like Nick said, there were there were some adjustments being made that maybe had they not have to had to have made them that would have been an easier catch. But you're like this is you're talking about you're catching a ball from a first year rookie. He's only playing in his third game, and you've got a season, two seasons, five seasons under your belt. 
You need to help the guy out. If he puts the ball on you, you got to catch the fucking ball. Yeah, you got to help your There's quarterback There's no excuse out. for that. You got to help your rookie quarterback out. He's a rookie. And you got to give credit to where credit's due. I think Jonathan Joseph is at the cornerback for the uh, Texans. He made a couple of great plays. Oh, sure. Knocking the ball out. So you can't fault that either. Yeah, but there's also a lot of a lot of <sighs> conspicuous pushing and shoving that that right. got called from our side, but didn't get called on their side. It was <laughs> uh, no that we the term they used that, that I saw from when they were on defense. It's called hand checking. Yeah, and when we're on defense, it's called pass interference. Right. They called a holding call on, and we're kind of jumping ahead, but DJ Swearinger and. Um, Bucks brief got a great screenshot of that. They called a penalty on him, and it was on that uh, strip sack that uh, McCoy had. Yeah, got a turnover. They called holding on DJ Swearinger, and the guy DJ Swearinger put a hand on the guy after the ball was already out. That's right. He had his defensive holding. <sighs> man, and I don't want to be blame the ref guy, but some of those calls, man. Yes, I just all of the calls this year, the, the, like the. I, I hate this version of the NFL where yeah, it's this, like th- this penalty laden version of the NFL is not as entertaining. Fuck to watch. it. Throw a flag. Something happened. I yeah, don't we'll know. We'll sort it out when we can confer with everybody. God. And then they got to talk about it for five minutes and then we'll pick the flag up. Yeah. There's there was no, no fa- flag on the play. Like, well, you just wasted everybody's fucking time. <laughs> like, why don't we just, okay. Okay. Just take the commercials out of like the, the, the pre time, the pre, uh, um, set times, like the commercial timeouts. Why don't you just eliminate those and just take a fucking time out when you throw a flag. We'll come back. You just say what happened and we can keep watching football for fuck's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of having to sit there and sort through it and, oh, let's watch. Let's cut to the reaction oh, of the coaches I... and the, you know, all they're sitting there talking. And then let's bring in Mike Pereira to fucking jerk his dick off while he's <laughs> like, and find out what he thinks about his yeah. old job. Yeah. And, and this whole game, uh, one thing I noticed is like the production value of the game was not good because they kept having these like, crazy camera angles at some point yeah. and then when typically in a broadcast when you see a penalty they'll show a replay of what that player did well when they called holding on dj swearinger there was no replay of it whatsoever it's a real real wonky broadcast <laughs> yeah, they're like let's look at the ref and see what he does with his pants <laughs> hey hockley's got his finger up his butt i think he's going for a six incher there jesus <laughs> fucking christ yeah it's Oh, man, there was a point I was, was going to make, but now I forgot it. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of points to make. Um, the penalties on offense are... Yeah. The small start... No, Logan Mankins is supposed to be yes. our fucking veteran, and he had three pre-snap um, false starts. God damn it, Logan. Uh, yeah, hey, good job with those gassers there, Logan. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, maybe run a couple more. Yeah, why don't you run about 18 more since you cost us 15 yards? He says, no, nah, that was my idea. You guys can't do that. <laughs> you know, and I hate to say this, but outside of Vincent Jackson, the most professional-looking football player on our offense is Doug Martin. Doug Martin. <laughs> like, and Lewis Murphy. <laughs> well, Doug Martin and Lewis Murphy, but Doug Martin more so because, I mean, uh, who else – Kind of saw him going away after this year. Yeah, he's going to be a New England Patriot. God <laughs> yeah, eventually, it. every like every Legarrette Blunt with Doug Martin, like every fucking Shiano pick. Yeah, yep. Charles Sims, I liked what I saw out of him on the screen pass. I don't like him as a three-down running back per mm-hmm. se, but man, throwing him out in the slot 
you know, out of the backfield, catching passes, man. He's Charleston. got some vision. Yeah, he brings some interesting things to the offense. And he has some, he is shifty, too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, he's the, the I think it will had to have been Rondé Barber calling the broadcast to saying they noted that Sims is as fast sideways as he is going forward. So the fact that he can, yeah, what is that? <laughs> Kyle just kind of like give you like my like, brain hurts. What <laughs> the fuck does that mean? That's a I remember name. hearing that. I remember hearing yeah. that, and this, I had the same reaction. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? If Rondé, just go back to. Oh wait, you retired. Are we speaking English here? Do you like? Can you can we sit down and have a chat about what that means? <coughs> he's he's faster sideways than he is. <laughs> Well, here's a guy who, when he runs, he goes faster. Christ. I, like, okay, yeah. And, and then, uh, the, like, when he's talking about penalties, like, when, they, when he's talking about, like, defensive penalties of, of, like, pass interference, if it's not called, then it's like, oh, that's just good coverage. And then if it's called, well, you can't do that. When you- <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference Thanks, in Ronde. the penalty is the reaction by yeah. the, the commentators. Thanks, Rondé. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks. Good job, buddy. Good job. Which I think he has got. He's going to be doing the Bucks game this weekend as well, too. Of course, lovely. Of course, we get Rondé for all of them on Fox yeah. because I'd rather have John Lynch back. Well, yeah, yeah, that's John Lynch after this. Well, they all they have to do is just not pay him, and they'll just like, hey, Rondé, just don't fly out. Well, would you just get all the Bucks home games? How about that? Lynch is on the B team, right? No, I think he's on the C team. Rondé's the D team. Oh. Uh, well, we, where's Marquise when, when I need him? He knows exactly which teams are which. Like He's like, no, dude, we're in the E team. <laughs> like, the fucking rotational guys. Let's bring in Brady Quinn for us. Oh, who was it there? there um, I can't think of this one guy, but, man, he, he, you can hear his overbite. <laughs> off, off camera. I cannot think of the guy's name. I'll tell you what, you go out there... <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that he's trying to make the play here, and he did that, can't. Do, I don't know. It's one of the most annoying things. Like, I've gotten to where I found on the if you download the Tampa Bay Buccaneers app, you can actually listen to the radio broadcast. So really? I mute the TV broadcast and just listen to Gene Deckerhoff. Really? Yeah. How much is the Bucks app? It's free. It's and you free. can listen to the to the radio broadcast. I, yeah. I did it last weekend. I don't know if it was a fluke or something, but. Yeah. Shit balls. How how have you not noticed the Bucks app for free? It pops up every time you're on any Bucks thing. It's just like, would you watch your Bucks information faster? Download the app, or is it just one of those things where like, fucking go away? I'm I didn't know you can listen to live games on there. That's I thought uh, that was like not. I thought that was like against some kind of NFL rule. I I, I did it this weekend, so I don't know if the NFL is going to be come, coming into my house and knocking That's the door what, down. This is when we edit into door-breaking sound in the background. <laughs> yeah. Man, I used to do that when I was a kid. You put on Gene Deckeroff. That was back before HDTVs like, fucked everything up. Yeah, because uh, the regular cable was in sync with the ra- the radio broadcast. Yeah, but now the radio broadcast gets it like five seconds before it happens. So yeah. it's like, touchdown! You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> They haven't even snapped the ball yet. How is it a 90-yard <laughs> touchdown? Oh, shit! <laughs> That's just the awesomeness of Gene Deckerhoff. It is. Um, so moving right along uh, to the defensive side of the ball, yes. which was arguably the biggest disappointment of this game. Um, I think it might. I think you could classify it as such because it was something we went in as, b- perceiving as a strength. Yeah, and it's not. the Texans' offensive line too was banged up. I think they were missing two of their starting tackles. Yeah, and, and then within the first five minutes of the game, their backup went out. Yeah, and I was like, man, this is a good game for Jack Smith to get a get a couple more sacks. Maybe we'll see some more from um, George Johnson. Yeah, we're gonna wreak some havoc on these fucks. 
Um, nah. Gerald McCoy may finally look like the Gerald McCoy that we want to see. Eh, he's hurt. Why is this? Lo- no, I don't want to see this video. Go fuck yourself, NFL. <laughs> and and what's up with um, Levante David here? He just this year he just seems to be missing more tackles, or is it just me? This year? Yeah. Last year? Just exclusively this year? Just so far this year, he seems like he's missed more tackles this year than he has last year already. I, I, I fail to see where why Levante David is, has a mural on the side of our stadium. I really do. It's I, I think he's he's been a, a largely a disappointment since his uh, breakout season. So he's basically basically a Bucks player. He does really good on his rookie year, and they just kind of like coasts through his career. Yeah. How much of that is Shiano's system as opposed to Lovey's system? I think a lot of that, it has a lot to do with that. I mean, he had that one year in 2013 where he had five interceptions and... Um, Got all big dick. Yeah, seven sacks. Five, yeah. And everybody thought he was like the next Derek Brooks. And then Lovey brings his new system in and he's largely struggled in it. And now he looks, he appears to have regressed. Yeah, he's now a weak point. For, yeah. Uh, you know, I do. I like what I've seen from Quan Alexander. I can say that. Ooh, much. Quan, Quan Alexander looks like a beacon of God. beacon of hope. He had that awesome interception where the, like, off the tip pass, where he makes that beautiful diving catch and very athletic young man. Yeah, yes, he's everywhere. That's what you want in, the, in this sort of a defense. And Levante, he's like the he's like what Levante should be. So, do you eventually see him moving to Levante's? No, he's gonna. I think he's he's got to stay middle. He's he's like he's set up perfectly for that. He's got the he's got the right speed. He's got the right. Well, I'll say this much. I mean, can you blame any, if at all, any, on Quan Alexander for being the one who receives the plays? Can he? Can that maybe have hurt? No, because it, last year he Levante was apparently receiving the plays. And but Levante is not Quan. Quan's a rookie, though. I mean, I just I just want to know, like, okay, he where did he play? What did what? What kind of defensive scheme did he play in college? In college, yeah. Oh, I have no idea. That's that's my thing. Like <laughs> these guys didn't exist before they played in the NFL. You know that. Yeah, I, that's just what I want to know. <laughs> what are you talking about? EA generated his name, and he just popped out of a college. Well, when he, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what kind of the of uh, of of system that Nebraska runs, and they must run something that's a, similar to what. Yeah, I mean, for him Gianno to ran. Well, either that or something similar to what Lovey runs, because he comes in and is now a starter. He beat up Bruce Carter. Granted, Bruce Carter might have just been terrible. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe that. Maybe I'm, we no, need I'm to talking, consider that. I route. mean, I'm talking Levante. Oh, oh, we're still on that guy. Yeah, eh, fuck him. <laughs> fuck I, that. I, fuck that guy. I just don't know. Maybe Nebraska just breeds him soft because Barrett Rude was from Nebraska and he he never could play. He was never like you hear that Cornhuskers hard, Y'all soft, fucking rough tumble kind of. I mean, you know, you got we drafted Kenny Bell and he didn't. He hasn't even. He got hurt, didn't he, in the preseason? Somebody yeah. looked at him funny. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Levante, man, but I think I I almost think maybe sell high on this guy and trade him. Absolutely. Well, you can't trade him yet because you you just signed him to a huge contract. Didn't that's you? the like thing. A, yeah, that's what I realized after after I like had that thought of like, hmm, probably can't trade him. I wrote it on the board. <laughs> Out of anger. Hey, someone's willing to take that contract on. I, yeah, but yeah, I doubt that's going to happen. You know, Chicago would probably be a team, you know, try to convert them to a 3-4 outside linebacker. No, Chicago's having a fire sale right yeah, now. Yeah, I was so hoping we would get Willie Young, too. I hear Forte's on the market, too. That's no, not he, happening. No, not for, no, 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 not for us. Oh. He's going to Dallas if, if, if they trade Ooh, Forte. Yeah, that'd be good for them. 
Yeah, real good. He running behind that line. I think I could run behind that offensive line in Dallas yeah. and maybe get four or five yards. Salivated that kind of an offensive line. <laughs> I don't know. Levante's just been pissing me off lately, and, and then like everybody touts that he's so good. Where I don't see it. I don't fucking see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm starting. I'm starting to to get on that doubt train because. I keep I keep holding out hope. It's like, oh no, he'll do it. And then I just you see him like, oh, he's three yards back. Look yeah. at that. Oof. All right. Well. Well, there goes there goes the first down. Oh, Levante. I mean, when when he's a linebacker and the linebacker's primary focus is to stop the run, and then they just they proceed to just run all the fuck over you. And yeah, <laughs> if that's when your strength is the part that the other team's excelling at, you didn't do your job well. And part of that, from what I've noticed, at least in first two games maybe is they were like going for a lot more strips than actually trying to tackle yeah if i'm a coach i would rather take a two-yard gain off a tackle than a six-yard gain off trying to unsuccessfully strip a ball yeah that's that's a lovey fucking hit somebody it's a lovey thing lovey's like (laughs) his thing is taking the ball away and his thing is also backing players that really shouldn't be in starting lineups like tim jennings and Mike Jenkins. I don't know what this guy sees. Or Chris fucking Conti. Yeah, with like or two Conte? huge face max mass penalties. That like, God damn it, Conte. And, you know, Conte drives me nuts because one one day, one play, you're just screaming his name because you're happy as hell because he, you know, caused a fumble. Or he's made, he's had a couple of good plays this year. Yeah, he has. Other plays, like, what the fuck are you thinking? You know, he's like the second coming of Savvy Piscatelli. Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far, but I'd say it's certainly interesting side note on Savvy Piscatelli. Do you know what his, he's up to these days? Yeah, you told me he's he's a he's a wrestling. Yeah, he's working with the WWE in their developmental system. Oh, that's cool. Well, at least he's not at McDonald's like I thought. <laughs> yeah, he's not a, working at a, uh, Enterprise Rent-A-Card because they have a good structure. <laughs> well, he may be doing that on the side because he's probably not making that much money from I used to have like a Buccaneers calendar and one month with Savvy Piscatelli. And that was after we like he, he was gone. So I I drew a McDonald's uniform on him and said, would you like fries with that? And that was like what? So it made, that made him laugh that month. It was funny. Love loved that guy. Love to make fun of him because everybody thought he was John Lynch. He's white. And he plays safety. He must be John Lynch. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, nowhere near it. Not even close. Uh so, yeah, the defensive side of the ball was abysmal. Uh, and, you know, when we, especially in the, in, that, in the fourth quarter when we needed to stop, we needed to stop them. Yeah, and how much of that was, it was, was because the defense was literally on the field for. Yeah, it's a little bit oh, of that, too. Can't do much when you're gassed. Yeah. I mean, when you're getting grind down all game, it's hard to stop a team that's getting more pumped up because they know they're about to win this game. And we and we can go into like the special teams and and the, the missed field goals, but I mean, you also got to blame the offense a little bit for leaving those points on the on the field. You know, there was Vincent Jackson who had who made a great catch in the end zone, but couldn't get both feet down in bounds. Uh, Mike Evans who dropped a sure first down in the red zone. Uh, you can go. I mean, you could point you could point your finger at any any number of these things where mm-hmm. it's like we had our chances and. Um, our receivers more or less just, just dropped them. I can't. I don't know if I. I don't know that I can fully put the blame on Jameis. Jameis is a rookie and he's gonna throw bad balls. And yeah, but he put he put those balls in enough in enough of an area that they a, a professional wide receiver yeah would have caught them. He put the ball on you, man. You need to yeah. catch it. Yep. It, if you if you if a ball hits you in the hands and you're a professional, there's no reason to not catch it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Unless there's a defensive back with his hand in it as well, then I can under so many points. Yeah, left but on the that field. was Bunch of fucking face. But geez. we both know we all all three of us know that was not the case. Right. These balls were dropped because either they were worried about the hit or worried about getting yards after the catch. I'm I I guarantee you. I don't know. I, I guarantee you both. Vincent Jackson and Mike Evans spent a little bit of extra time with the jugs machine this this week and catching some balls. It's not a nice name for Mike Clemens. <laughs> <laughs> With the old jug machine, um, and then uh, and then finally moving on to special teams. Uh, I guess you know very disappointing for Kyle Brinson to, to to leave seven points on the field like that. Yeah, technically uh, ten. Technically, but I'll, I'll, I'll say seven. Yeah, he left seven. Fair enough. Fair enough. Why wait? Why why ten? Well, he missed that field goal when on the last drive when they're trying to going to try to kick a field goal, get the onside. Yeah, that's oh, those. that's right. That's, that's a right. little hard for him, though. Like, yeah, I understand. I understand. I'm not gonna. I, w- I guess I won't count that against him, so we can say. That's seven. just. The, of course, that's how the fucking day ends. I thought. Like, it's like, yeah, figures, figures. It, it it starting like so much like last season where you know we lost the game because Mike Evans didn't know the rule that if you're hurt and oh, you I was at that game again in St. Louis. Oh, wow. I'm sitting here screaming at him from the end zone like, you can't do that, and it's like, how do I know this and you don't? Just fucking get up. <laughs> Yeah, hobble off my yeah. knee. Whatever. Yeah, you're fine. You fucking you almost you played next year. week. You bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. This loss, I don't think, hurts us as much. No, it's out. It's out of division. It's out of conference. Right. Look, at this point, it's any loss. It doesn't matter. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, we're like, just terrible. As I just want to see improvement, and I haven't seen that defensively. This is there's going to be a new hashtag for the uh, the Bucks this year. I, I, I put it on the, the the board. It's hashtag losing winnable games. Yeah, that's that, how is that not on Raymond James Stadium now? When, <laughs> when are we going to see this defense improve? What's when is this going to yeah, happen? When, when is this like? And Kyle said this uh, uh, said this a lot, and it's become a f- uh, favorite phrase of mine. But where is this bill of goods? Like, where is the, where are all these goods you keep promising us? Yeah. these guys aren't showing up. I, if I go to fucking Raymond James Stadium on Sunday, I'm I'm going to see. Gerald McCoy, Levante David, and Jaquie Smith, and not Jaquie Smith, but you know the guys on the side of, the, of Raymond James Stadium. Oh yeah, I see those two on the side on the side of the stadium. Both defensive, big, you know, our big defensive guys with hanger hat ons. We got the Alteron Verners and the Mike Bankses and the Quan Alexanders and the Jack Smiths. And it's like, oh yeah, okay, we're you know, Lovey Smith's handling the play calling. It's gonna be good. We're getting better. We're slowly getting better. And, why and do we have Le- Frazier? Why why is he here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Moral I, support. I, I get his presence anymore if he's not calling he's, plays. He's got to make the. He makes a hell of a Starbucks run. <laughs> yeah. <I guess>, uh, <laughs> but it's like, and then and then you you have the the likes of Steve Dumeg and and uh, Derek Brooks getting on the radio every Sunday or every fucking Wednesday or something and saying, oh, you just got to give it time. We're not executing a gap responsibility. And like, go fuck yourself, man. This is just this is all terrible. And you're trying to make excuses for this your is fucking a, guy. This is a poorly prepared team. Yeah. And this all, is a, and, and the Bucks aren't athletic enough to to be unprepared. The thing is, is like if it was Shiano, they'd be like, get him out on his ass. But it's 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 Lovey Smith, and it's their their homie that they grew up with. So it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, he he used to coach here. Like, shut give up. By the way, Hardy Nickerson, get him out of there. It's, I don't know. He, 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 no, I'm sorry. There's a reason that our linebacking core is woeful. Maybe got to gut the whole fucking thing at this point. Yeah, I'm at the, I'm at that point in time. Like, yeah, get everybody out. Not 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 so much. I don't want to fire Lovey yet. I don't. No, I don't think you should. But like Leslie Frazier, what do you do? 
Like we we what we need now with the Bucks is that scene from Office Space. I was thinking that we need the Bob. <laughs> like, yeah. what exactly do you do here for us, Leslie? <laughs> Uh, the calls from the coach to the players. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah, I hold up the board that's got the Nike shoe on it, Tiger Woods face, NASCAR, and a boo boo bear. <laughs> like, okay, Leslie, those aren't even the plate calls. This isn't Oregon. We don't. This isn't Oregon. We don't do that. I I I I don't know. I'm sorry. I got confused by the the. Digital clock numbers and helmets. I thought this was Oregon for a second. They all got to go. It's it's and, and and next week with the Carolina Panthers, I expect no better. Start expect, start Cam Newton. Start Cam Newton. Start Greg Olson. Start Ted Ginn Jr. Start um, the Panthers defense. Start the Panthers defense for sure. Uh, and just prepare for the bloodbath because yep. that's what I expect. Is next it week. in Raymond James or is it in Charlotte? I think it's here, it's right? It's in, oh. in Tampa. So maybe I don't know. Jared Allen is coming to town. Oh wait, oh, yes. I thought that trade fell out. Uh, no. I... Did did he actually end up going? I think he did. I That's don't know. I was fair. on my on my way home. Um, I saw the uh, it was a flash across my XN screen. And it said Jared Allen trade fallout. So I don't know if it. Yeah, yeah, fall. he's back with them. Back, or he's he's with them. So great, we get to play Jared Allen. Well, they don't. They won't have Luke Keekley, the uh, the well known pile jumper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he did. You see his injury? Did anybody actually see his injury? No. He was very unsuspecting. Like he he went in for a tackle, and you see, you could see, kind of like jammed his neck a little bit because his he- his helmet didn't deflect. It just kind of went in, which is how I hurt myself. But anyway, he just got on the ground. He was like crawling, like a little baby. Ouch. Now, um, I don't know if he was like concussed or if he just, uh, I don't know. He didn't. I heard, I've heard it's, he's going through concussion protocol. Man, he's sexy. God damn it. He God. is. Look at him. He's fucking dreamy. Well, he's got thick thick black frame glasses on when uh, he's not playing football. Good fuck him. Doesn't he have, what, what, did he get rid of his Jufro? Yeah. <laughs> Kickly. Glasses. Lime. Oh, look at him. He's a, he's a good looking Wow, when glasses and... A suit on. He looks like Mark Zuckerberg. He does look a little like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but a beast. Looks like, like beast Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Be my friend. Um, all right. Let's. So next week, what do you think? Uh, if the Bucks are going to win, what's it going to take? I'm starting with you, Nick. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to say at least 120 yards for Mike Evans. 120 points, because that's how much our defense is going to get. <laughs> no, we got to have at least 100, 100 yards from at least Mike Evans or Vincent Jackson. Yeah. Um, we're go- I want to see a 100-yard game from Doug Martin. We need a 100-yard run- running back game. Like it's So the run game's got to be going. Well, the thing is, if the run game's working, that means play-action pass is working, which means Jameis Winston's not getting put on his ass, which means we're making passes. Yeah. So we seem to have a lot of success with the screenplay, and I think yes. maybe maybe work a little bit of that into the into the mix. You got to think Carolina's a fast team. They're I mean, fast they're, on defense. They're fast on offense. It's yeah. Well, they're stacking the box against Jameis, so you know maybe use that to our advantage. Absolutely. If if you can if you can sell a play fake when they have eight in the box, and hit one of either Mike 
Actually, Lewis Murphy's a deep threat or, now. I mean, well, Charles Sims, like have you know? Oh, like have him just pop out. Let him come up, Jameis, on a blitz or something, and and uh, dump it off to Sims and have him run it up, and you know something. Yeah, something he's got like enough that. vision. Um, I think it's gonna. It might mean going for it on fourth down a little more next week, rather than trusting the kicker. Yeah, it it really might because we're gonna need to steal some touchdowns here. Our our team has proven that in the red zone we're. We're not good enough to get every touchdown, so we're going to have to steal a few. Yeah, I think Kyle Burns is going to have to win some trust back from Levy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, as he should. Yeah. You, don't, you don't get to miss three field goals and an extra point in a game and, and be cozy. Derek, what about you? 20-plus carries for Doug Martin. I think it's, you're going to need that, uh, you know, at, at least 100 yards. I, th- I think, like, we, we've only got, like, two or three losses when Doug Martin has – I don't, and I, don't quote me on that stat, but I know when he. Oh does. no, it's word of the bay. That's fact. Yeah. <laughs> but when, yeah, twenty. You heard it here first, folks. Hundred, hundred yards. We need that from Doug Martin. Um, one thing I don't want to see is when we're on defense, us giving eight yard cushions on wide receivers. Yeah, I don't care who Stop. they are. Yeah. Stop this zone. That that if I see one more slant that goes for seven or eight extra yards than it should, I'm going to lose my shit. This bend, don't break thing is not working for us. Yeah, yes, slightest. but this, the phrase is bend, don't break, not bend over and break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, well, we have a seat right here for you, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's a, might as well. It's right in the touchdown here. There's a little dust on it. Let me get it off for you. Uh, and, we, and we've got to keep – best thing is to keep Cam in the pocket. Yeah, contain. You, you want him running around. All over the place. Agreed. So, so does that mean we have a Quan Alexander or a uh, Levante David spy for the whole game? Mm, perhaps. I, I don't know how we've played him in the past, but um, <laughs> I, I tell you how we played him in the past poorly. Really shitty. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's that actually the first time we played Cam Newton since 2013. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I forgot. Last year we lost to Derek Anderson twice, I believe. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, that's right. Derek, we thought we were so fucking cool because the, we could get to start the season off against Derek, Derek Anderson, and we did to him what we just did to Ryan Mallett. The joke yeah. was on we us. fucking made him look like a pro bowler. I think Derek... There's a theme here. I agree with you on the, the whole keeping Cam Newton in the pocket thing. I think when he starts to extend those plays is when problems start to happen, especially against this defense where I don't think they can keep up. No, problems start to happen that. at kickoff. Yeah. Well, yeah, the problem happens. There, it's just a, con- a consistent problem that rolls over into the next week. Yep. Um, but so I, I, we're Tennessee ready. If, we're if toward Cam, Tennessee. If, they, if Cam Newton gets out of the pocket, Chris Conte is going to get trucked by a fucking quarterback. I guarantee it. Yeah. I kind of want to see that. <laughs> I kind of want to see that. I just think it's not good to have him out there, you know, improving plays. I think we got to keep things, you know, Collapse the pocket, let him climb up right into Gerald McCoy, Clinton McDonald. Tony yeah, yeah. Have Jack Smith go across the, come across the edge, and yeah, make them stick to to their playbook if that makes sense. You know, you know, don't you know if you, if you got Cam running out, uh, outside of the pocket and, and making shit up, and you got receivers running free, it's I think that spells bad news for us in yeah. our secondary. Not exactly like Michael Vick, but it's a kind of similar game plan. Like make him beat you as a pocket passer. Yeah. Right. And I, for me, I think Winston needs to continue to limit the turnovers. Uh, he did well last week. Um, did he throw in? I don't think he threw an interception. He threw one pick on a bad decision. But the thing I liked about it most is he went back out there and it seemed like he forgot about it. He didn't let it shake him up. Yeah. I think he needs to, to 
uh, limit the the interceptions because Carolina's going to be looking for him. everybody's looking for him against Cam and, or against Jameis Winston. So, and he's got to spread the ball around. He can't. I think he had like what seventeen uh, targets of Michael Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah. He's he's focusing in on and that and that was his uh, you know knock coming out of college was he was he would stare down receivers. Evans is looking good though. Uh, aside from all the drops, I mean he was he, he was fuck yeah like. Yeah, and that's one way we negated the pass rush for um, Houston was just Jameis take three steps and just kind of lob it towards Mike Evans to start the game. Yeah, yeah. that and that worked for. And I think I think I saw you, Derek, tweeted tweeted it out that that was a big reason why a lot of the there's you had the balls that were inaccurate because he was just getting the ball out because to yeah. negate the pass rush. That sounds too smart for me to tweet. Yeah, okay, maybe it wasn't you. But I, I, th- <laughs> I think that Jameis needs to, to limit those turnovers, and I think we need to keep Cam Luton from uh, the improv, yep. the improving. However, it's going to be a loss. Let's just be honest here. It's, this is going to be a bad game, uh, in my opinion. Bucks win 33-30. to 30. Oh, see, uh, I made my prediction while listening to the Bucks Brief podcast. I said Bucks win 21 to nothing. I'm going to say <laughs> we're both crazy. And <laughs> Kyle's <laughs> I'm going to go Panthers 35 to the Bucks 9. We'll, we'll do two straight nine weeks. Now we're going to is that from a, a touchdown and a safety or is that from a touchdown and a field goal and a missed extra? I'm going to say we we there's at least a missed extra point somewhere in there. No, this is <laughs> Kyle Brinza. This is three <laughs> safeties and a field goal. Okay. I, and I think I'd like to see Kyle Brenza get the. I think if 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 he continues from where he is next week, I think it's time to give him the boot. Say, give him the boot. Ah. And, then, and then everyone's <laughs> gonna start screaming for like they already have for Connor Barth to come back. Oh, <laughs> Kyle mentioned that. It's like oh, I kind of miss Connor Barth. <laughs> apparently, apparently the, the reason he's we're giving him a chance is because he's just got such a powerful leg. Yeah, that, but he's and he's cheap. He's yeah, much cheaper. Yeah. So. I guess he's worth developing, but I don't know how much. But is a kicker worth developing? Exactly. I don't know how many how many points you want to leave on the field like that. You may you may miss Connor Barth. I miss Matt Bryant myself. Oh, oh yeah. no, I do too. That's that I take mistake. him back in a heartbeat. Me too. He's so fucking accurate right now. Shit! What the fuck is Gramatica doing? He's probably <laughs> he's probably practicing on some high school field right a now. A lot of fucking cocaine. Yeah, he's <laughs> hanging out with Freeman. Yeah. Oh no. Come on, man! Look at <laughs> look at Martin Gramatica and tell me that dude just does not do all of the blow. I, I think his brother actually does it to kill the pain in his knee. Maybe I just but it's like this the weird like slick back hairstyle that he's got and like like his, his hair like Martin Gramatica's hair is just always wet. He is a proponent. He he's a uh, a sponsor for Jerry Curl. I guess so. Hmm. From for sounds, Soul Glow. Sounds like he's look going for like the eighties drug kingpin gimmick but like i can imagine him in like a white suit with a t-shirt on underneath it could be yep <laughs> yep long <laughs> socks and a white beater yeah, there you go god his hair his hair is just always wet Con- consistently wet hair anytime i see him it's like his hair is wet from all the blow from sweating all the blow too much blow <laughs> all right that's good. That's a good picture. I always remember that picture. That was a good picture. Um, well, that, it's like a classic bit. Marching. So, are you sticking with your thirty-five to nine? That's your that's your call. Final ten. No. Oh. Oh, you score an extra. We big score the spender. Extra point. Yeah. We make the extra point. Yeah. 
I think I think. No, what are you talking about? Five safeties. I think Carolina comes in again and embarrasses us. I think uh, it's time to, like Nick said, start uh, start Jonathan Stewart. St- start yeah, Cam Newton. Start the Panthers. Start the there's, Panthers. There's for this game. There's really no reason for any of our cornerbacks to get beat bad to me. Yeah, because the guys that are playing them are going to in Carolina these days. Ted Ginn and and you know, and his dad, Craig Olson, and, and lucky seat winner in section thirteen, row A. <laughs> you get to be a Panther for the day, <laughs> Martin Gramatica. Actually, yeah, oddly enough. I bet you I bet you Steve Smith's just sitting in Baltimore like ah, 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 idiots yeah. retiring. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got a chance to win a Super Bowl. He's having fun over there in Baltimore. I love it. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. All right. I'm ready to get out of here, I think. Uh we've made our predictions. But before we do that, we uh we always try and do this. Derek, how can, how can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Shropnuts, S C H R O E P N U T S, and also go out and follow at Oversell Podcast. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you give us a little tidbit about what is that? The Oversell Podcast is a pro wrestling podcast. It's me and two uh, friends of mine. We've watched wrestling for years. Um, we get together once a week, talk to wrestling. We've been interviewing a lot of local independent wrestlers because we have a lot of wrestling shows coming up this weekend here in Memphis. Um, and yeah, it's just three geeks talking about wrestling. Gotta love it. Cool. Gotta love it. I was on there. It was good. It's a good time. Yeah, man. Um, we got to talk to, um, she's down here, there in Florida. Her name is Leva Bates. Um, she wrestles for WWE developmental and she's what's called an enhancement talent in a way They she just goes out there, gets her butt kicked and makes her opponent look good. But she, uh, is famous worldwide. People love her. She does this cosplay gimmick when she's not wrestling for the WWE and she took 30 minutes out of the day to sit down and talk to us. And that was probably one of the most fun interviews I did other than Kyle. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> thank you. Wow, that was that was smooth as shit. Blue pants. She's sexy. It, it, was it a good it, interview? I didn't listen. Was it a good interview? It was a great interview. And she. we also talked to her. We didn't even talk about her blue pants character. We talked about um, just Leva Bates in general. And she also does this show called The Geek Soap Box. And it's just her and a friend talking about geeky stuff. Like she said it was supposed to be them talking about fitness and stuff like that, but then they got on an hour-long argument about the X-Men and why X-Men 3 was a horrible movie. It was a terrible movie. It was horrible. Got awful. Yes. Yes, it was. Oh, shit. There's her topless. But, uh, yeah, head over to oversellpodcast.com. We have all of our episodes there. Um, And there's a little Amazon link under the main player. Click that and buy lots of stuff so that you can support our podcast. Who's TaylorMade? TaylorMade. I don't know, but she's she is a fine looking coffee male. Kyle's just looking at a Google image search. <laughs> yeah, you Google image search amateur female wrestlers. She's got a booty on her, man. Look up uh, Becky Lynch. She wrestles for the WB. Becky she is L Y N C H. I like it. I don't know. I don't. I, she's she's, she, she's good. I like her. She, she's not adds to the. She's not. Oh yeah, really. See, I like her when she's not in the makeup. Look at that. That's a good picture of her. She's like That's that. makeup, Kyle. You goofball. That's mascara, eyeliner, well, the, and lipstick. Oh, the different kind of mascara. <laughs> it's, it's. She's cute. <laughs> Anyways, I'm ready to get out of here. Uh, um, go Bucks this weekend. Go Bucks. Uh, wait. Hope for the best. Expect the worst. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say, wait. Don't put that bet on the Bucks. 
you know, with, yeah. don't do that. Not let's, this week. Let's let, let's have this week be the week we're all surprised and hey, it all turns around and here we go. But yeah. if we come out of next week, uh, two and two, Kyle and I will do the intro as females. Sh- but should we should we lose this next game and then lose the next one at Jacksonville? It's gonna it's gonna there's gonna be fire lovey billboards going up. Yes, there somebody will be putting out uh some hate. Yeah. Anyways, uh Make sure you go to sharkdropper.com. Check out all of our podcasts. Go to Patreon. Uh, there's a Patreon button there if you want to donate to us a little bit of money, as Anthony Strike twice did. And uh, rate us on iTunes. And rate us on iTunes. That's 90 seconds. That'd be Just nice, too. Much. And rate the Oversell podcast while you're there. Yeah, please. So um, that was Word of the Bay for this week. I am Kyle. I am Nick. I'm Derek. Fuck you, Kyle Brenza. Fuck you, Kyle Brenza. <laughs> <laughs> Geyer as well, and and even um, fuckface mixed strike out. Steven Susan Jr. Fuckface mixed strike out. Five seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.